It's time for the Rich Paul Show on WJR. You know, planning for retirement and your financial future can be a challenge, but you can make the process easier. That's why Rich Paul and Steve Paul are here. They're certified financial planners with a more than 30-year track record of success. They've been featured in Money Magazine, Kiplinger, Newsmax, and TheStreet.com. Rich is the author of The Baby Boomer's Retirement Survival Guide, a bestseller on Amazon. And remember their most recent bestseller, The Auto Worker's Guide to Lump Sum Pensions. So get ready. After this quick commercial, the show will begin. This is The Rich Paul Show. Hey everybody, welcome into this week's edition of the show. You're listening to The Rich Paul Show with Steve and Rich Paul, certified financial planners at R.W. Paul & Associates, serving us here in the Michigan area from their office in Novi, Troy, and Ann Arbor. Don't forget to check them out online at rwpaul.com. That is rwpaul.com. Or just call or text 248-305-9911. Again, 248 248- 305-9911. Call or text to get started today with your own complete planning review. Good show lined up this week. We're going to dive right in and get going. Got a couple of email questions we're going to take from around the area as well. But first, let's check in with the guys. What's going on, fellas? How was your uh, business slash work trip uh, vacation-y thing? Well, one word, hot. <laughs> yeah, hot. Okay. Yeah. Texas, yeah, we, right? Yeah, we, Houston. Yeah, that's yeah. just, you know, Houston with... Uh, with it's like Michigan humidity on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Very yeah. true. Uh, yeah. So, did you guys have a good time? Yeah, we learned a lot, and uh, the kids came along, and so first time for them to Steve's kids to see yeah. an ocean. Which okay. was, oh, which okay, was, yeah. So we went over to Galveston afterward for a little bit, and so that was that was a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, I remember vacations before I had kids where you'd come back just nice and relaxed. Now you just come back <laughs> even more tired than when you left. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but no, it was a, it was a it was a great time, you know. Yeah, watching your kids, you know, visit the ocean for the first time, it's pre- it's a pretty cool feeling. So we had a blast. A lot of sandcastles. They 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 buried dad a few times on okay. on the beach, yeah. and uh, yeah. there was a there was a pier with a bunch of different rides. We were able to go on the the Ferris wheel and the different different rides. It was a, it was a great time. Hey, we let you go out on one date, okay? So you know, it wasn't uh, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's true. That's we brought true. some babysitters with us. That's true. That, you <laughs> yeah, know, that's a good way to do yeah. it. But so it was. It was a big trick, you know. Hey, let's let's do a vacation together. It's like right. That'll be so much and then, fun. by the way, babysit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, right, I did that. Right. So yeah. you guys, like I said, those this was also a work trip as well. So you guys went and kind of uh, rubbed elbows with other folks to you yeah, know, advisors yeah. to kind of learn and stay kind of a uh, you know in the know about you know all the things going on. I uh, think that's different cool. changes going on and yeah. and yeah, stay updated on estate planning, taxes, and all that fun stuff that we have to you know look at every day. Yeah, very true. So it was a good uh, good overall trip and event, and uh, event. Then sounds like. It, it was. It yeah. was. It, it was. Uh, I would say uh, very productive, and it was actually good to 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 bond with the the kids on, on on an experience like this. It was really a really cool thing to do. Nice. It really was. I like to hear that. That's always good. Well, we're going to jump in and talk about our show some this week, guys. So some classic mistakes happen with folks, and I actually got an email that worked really well to have this conversation that I wanted to share with you, uh, and some of the things that you know retirees tend to fall into some of these classic types of mistakes. So I'm going to let you guys tackle this email, and I think this is going to work nicely to kick the show off. Uh, We've got one here from Barbara, and she says, My aunt died recently, and my husband and I have inherited $300,000. I wanted to put it in cash because of all the volatility that's happening. He wants to put half in crypto. He's not been listening to us, Steve, has he? Uh, (laughs) And half in technology stocks. This is creating a lot of tension between us. Can you help? 
Well, maybe, because there's a lot of information we really don't know. We get questions like this uh, a lot, mm-hmm. and, and it's like trying to you know answer something in a vacuum here. But first, what's the overall purpose of the money? What's it for? I mean, is it geared toward retirement? Is it, is it going to go toward college funding? You're planning on buying a boat with it, or you know, so that that evokes the the time horizon that you have with it, to work with the money. There's so many different issues. And you really can't answer that question until right. you know, you know, how the money fits into the overall plan. If in fact you actually have a plan, so there's a lot going on here. Yeah, the two of you need to get on the same page. You know, we, we don't want to put on our our counselor hat and and have to basically be the negotiator for the two of you on how this money gets. You, you, you need to have that conversation. Yeah. You need to you need to agree on the amount of risk that you want to take with the money. It can't be, hey, I want to throw it all in crypto and tech positions, and hey, I want it in the money market and fixed income. You got to agree on the risk that that, that you want to take. Well, you guys well, probably could. do that a lot, though, right? Is you guys probably do have to do a bit of marriage counseling sometimes with these things. Well, I was just going to say, they, they Co- can, counselor before financial planner. They yeah. can do yeah. that, but but guess who's not going to be sleeping? well at night now you know, the proverbial sleeping with one i opened the wife she's she wants to go to cash but he goes like oh let's put it in crypto it only lasts like half its value but it's, it's difference it's, in risk yeah. actually it's a good time to put it in crypto if you're going to buy that because it's 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 you want to buy at a, at a discount right for, for sure but 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 then again it gets back to what's the purpose of the money and i don't know if they're retired and if not yeah, how say. long mm-hmm. before they're going to be retired so these are you know, and um, well, it, it, you got to look at behavioral finance, and and the biggest issue when it comes to the amount of risk that you're taking is, is the person that it, that's more conservative in the relationship mm-hmm. just wants to know usually that income's taken care of, and if you don't have a plan in place, you don't really know how you're going to accomplish your goals in retirement and generate the income that you, you need on a month-to-month basis. So once we kind of sit down and we go over that and we look at guaranteed income sources, whether there's a pension, Social Security, and on top of that, how we're going to generate interest from the portfolio to supplement that and hit their income goals, after we've satisfied that, then that person is usually a lot more open to taking some risk in the portfolio, knowing that their monthly income needs are met regardless of what the market yeah, is doing. So, so you have to identify what their essential expenses are. Mm-hmm. What is that amount of money that has to go out? And so, so how much do you have now in the way of fixed or or, or guaranteed income? And what we have to have to retire to, to make sure that uh, that's covered? And so you're going to be looking at what's coming in from Social Security, pension, uh, annuity. You can also have uh, some dividends coming in. Maybe you got some dividend-paying stocks, interest. Uh, maybe there's some real estate income. And is there a cost of living on the pension? So there's all these different things. Are, are there any health or long-term care concerns? And what's the plan for that? That can really impact a retirement plan. A lot of times that, that goes unnoticed until all of a sudden, hey, you got 8000 a month going out to take care of a spouse. You know, there, there goes hundred grand a year. So yeah, are you concerned about leaving a legacy? There's all these different issues that come into play that can affect how you actually are, are going to invest this money. So it gets back to what we said originally, hey, what's the purpose of the money? What is the, is, is there a plan in place? And if there's not, and I'm assuming there's probably not, uh, it'll help you quantify exactly how you're going to make this investment. So then what we're basically seeing from Barbara, really, and maybe even her spouse, is emotional decision-making then, right? Because she's definitely worried about the safety. He's trying to risk it a little bit, but it seems like they're both coming from a place of emotion. And that's often what we find with investors, whether it's you know greed or fear, right? Those are the ones that drive pretty much everything. Right, right. In, in in emotions, it's amazing how much they they earn into it. You can say, "Well, no, I won't. I won't get. Uh, I won't sell when it's down in value." And <laughs> right, we hear that all the time. And 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 so, you know, I'm 
that they jump into cash and now they have to time the market. They got to be right twice when to get in, when to get out. Yeah, that's that's pretty complicated. And so, yeah, it's it's a challenge. It's no question about that. Yeah. yeah, I think I think, you know, what you said, though, it all comes down to having a plan in place. You know, and we talked about this money being an inheritance as well. It, from a behavioral finance standpoint, it's a lot easier to say, you know what, I didn't earn that money. I kind of just fell into that money. I'll take a little bit more risk with it. Great point. But, yeah. but before you do that, you, you want to make sure that you have other boxes checked off, that you have income checked off. Because your retirement, again, could be, we say it on the show all the time, 25, 30, 35 years. We want to know that your income needs are met. And once we know that, you can absolutely look to take a little bit more risk with that money because you know you have a longer time horizon with it. Yeah, I'll second that. You need to identify your cash flow, not only today, but when you're retired. What's that going to look like? What's your probable life expectancy? People, on average, live about five years longer than they think. They pick a number and say, I'll probably make it to this number. No, add about five years to that number that's in your head. Uh, you have to have an understanding of risk. You know, your, your wife sounds like she's very conservative. Barbara, you're very conservative if you're, if you're listening, and the husband uh, is uh, ready to put his foot on the gas pedal. So um, how do you reconcile that? So yeah, as you said, Mark, a little earlier, a little marriage counseling involved here yeah. by getting them on the same page. And more, more than anything else, putting a plan together, which will help drive what type of investment they're going to make. And it really all hinges on all these different uh, variables that come in. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for the question, Barbara. We certainly appreciate it. Do yourself in your retirement a favor and your husband, maybe so in your in your marriage, have a conversation with each other, but then also talk with an advisor. If you're not working with an advisor, reach out to Rich and Steve and the whole team at RW Paul and Associates. Uh, they're here to help with that complete planning review or anybody else who's in a similar situation. Just, you know, you need to get started or you need to get a second opinion. Whatever that looks like, the team is here to help. So call or text and get started today. Don't keep putting it off. 248 9911 call or text that's 248-305-9911 don't let the hot summer days get to you or anything like that and find a reason to make an excuse just call it make it happen get started today with your complete planning review 248-305-9911 here on the rich paul show much more to come today on the program don't go anywhere we'll be right back after this Welcome back into the Rich Paul Show. Sitting here alongside my guy, Stephen Rich Paul, certified financial planners at RW Paul and Associates, serving you here in the Michigan area from their office in Novi, Troy, and Ann Arbor. Get on the calendar for a complimentary complete planning review at 248-305-9911. You can call or text that number, 248-305-9911. You can have a conversation about your own situation, whether it's virtually over the phone or in person, but get started today with your own complete planning review with the team at RW Paul & Associates. And guys, we're going to talk about some questions that are really, that you guys, we, we get them in emails. You hear them sometimes when people come into the office. And these are questions that you kind of can't answer. I mean, I guess you could give an answer, but they're so, I guess they're just so vague or generalized that it'd be really hard to be honest about it. If you guys knew the answer to these questions, well, planning for retirement would certainly be a lot easier. Job would be much easier. And we'll start with that most obvious one. Even with everything going on, you know, we haven't seen a prolonged downturn in the market uh, since 08. I mean, basically, we're going on 12 years, going into 13 years, one of more than just a few months. We haven't seen a market downturn. So people are always saying, when is the next crash going to happen? And that's, again, to our point, it's virtually hard to talk about. And I know you had some fidelity information studies on that. Let's chat about that. You know, this was a fidelity study. And in fact, they were quoting the uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the, the third quarter 2020 data report. And they're talking about, you know, what do you need to retire? You know, so you're, you know, so by, by age 67, they're saying you need about 10 times 
your your income. So an example, at least. yeah, at least. But someone's fifty five years old, for example, um, you know that's that's earning you know fifty six thousand should have five hundred and sixty five thousand two hundred and forty dollars by the time they reach their sixty seventh birthday. Now, some experts, including us, think you should probably have maybe closer to double that because what kind of formulation are you using to take income from your portfolio? You know, there's the old 4% rule, 5% rule, whatever it is. Yeah, and you're, you're looking at a million dollars generating forty dollars or $50,000. Otherwise, what you're going to then do, if you're not going to to, to take a uh, an income type of an approach, then you're going to amortize the account down. And that's presupposing we know how long you're going to live. That's a kind <laughs> of a dangerous way to to operate a retirement plan. So if you're going to say, let's take a capital preservation type approach, and um, and I can take my four, say 5%, there's my 50 grand. I've I've effectively replaced my income, and maybe I don't need to replace it all because I have a pension and Social Security. Those are all things we'll begin to look at, but then son of a gun, what are we actually talking about doing? Creating a retirement plan, hello. And uh, so how does all this integrate into a retirement plan? And then what bucket do you take from first if you have taxable income, tax deferred income, tax-free income? And when you sit down with a good qualified advisor, they can help you kind of line all of this stuff up. If you're approaching retirement or in retirement, let's say you're 60 years old, this is, this is now your nest egg. If it's going to generate a paycheck for you, you have to protect it or at least a portion of it. Think of the early 2000s, 2000, 2001, 2002, where the market went up 40% over three years. That, that was a prolonged recession there. What if we have those years up front? If you're sitting in 100% equities and, and, and you see your portfolio fall like that and you're taking income from it, what does that look like? What does that do to the portfolio in the long run? Are you going to make it through retirement now? You have to look at sequence of return. So who knows what type of years you're going to have up front? It's sitting with an advisor building a plan. So if you do have those years up front, those bad years, you're able to generate a paycheck. You have a conservative piece in the portfolio that moves you through those years. Yeah, it, it, It's really making that transition from, from growth being the only goal to income being the number one goal. Growth is, is still a goal, but a secondary goal. Yeah, a lot of boomers, it's, you know, that you still don't feel like like they've saved enough. Mm-hmm. In in fact, 45% of baby boomers say outliving their savings and investments still ranks as one of their greatest fears in retirement. And and to me I'm like that's just ridiculous. I mean, you work all of your life to to set up your your retirement and the only reason that you're fearing this as an issue is because you haven't put it the rest. You, you haven't put a plan in place. And so you're not quite sure that you're dotting all the I's, crossing all the T's. And, and that's just something that uh, is, is totally unnecessary to, to live in that type of uh, state of fear of saying, well, I wonder if I'm, I'm going to make it. Well, quit wondering. You know, it's like exercise and diet and everything else. Well, mm-hmm. you got to get up and move. You got to do something. Well, it's funny because you have those investors that, that fear running out of money. And then you have the, the FOMO investors. It's like, well, if, if it's good you're in the market, I, I don't want to miss that. You got to find a healthy balance. You got to make sure that you, you have that piece where you're going after growth, where you're having fun with the money. But if that piece falls, you're not worried about it. It has time to recover. You have the income piece in place. So it's it's just about finding that healthy allocation that's that's going to meet all your goals in retirement. Well, I can't wait till I pick up the next. So I'm quoting from the 20th Annual Retirement Survey by the Center for Retirement Studies, where I can pick up the next study and saying, hey, retirees are, are in large measure really 
in, in a very concrete way answering this question. And how, how do you answer this question? How do you check all the boxes? It's real simple. You, you sit down and you take inventory. You take a look at where you're at and, uh, and you start integrating all, all of these different income sources, some guaranteed, some not guaranteed, some taxable, some tax-free, some tax-deferred, and you start integrating them into a withdrawal plan and or schedule. And does it work? And then, you know, you means test it. Um, then what happens if there's a long-term care event somewhere along the way down the road? You know, how will that impact the plan? What about, and Steve, you mentioned it, what if there's a big market correction? How will that impact the plan as well? You know, can I suspend taking from, you know, my equity uh, accounts and, and, and take from other alternative sources? Or can I reduce down to my guaranteed positions or guaranteed cash flows and sustain from taking from those equity positions from for some protracted period of time until they at which time they recover, and uh, so those are all those questions that you you really need to start answering as you go into this year here because I'll tell you what, for sure what we're looking at is increased volatility. There's no question. I mean, just look at the cryptocurrency area, and uh, how 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 will that ultimately impact the markets and overall who knows but it it all interplays and it'll be very interesting to see how the year plays out well there's so much information that goes into getting a good retirement plan together uh you know accumulation we say it all the time is it's a little easier to accumulate the wealth it's much more difficult to distribute it and preserve it through retirement so get a complete planning review underway uh so many you know moving components in there as the guys were just alluding to on various things so uh whether you're wondering if the you know when the market downturn is going to happen or or what healthcare costs will look like you know 20 years into retirement or will taxes be going up all those questions you got to take all that into account and a good plan will do that for you and help you start looking at this and means testing it stress testing it some of the things the guys were talking about so get started today 248-305-9911 no cost or obligation for that complete planning review a to z come in have that chat with rich steve matt the whole team at rw paul and associates here to help you in the michigan area virtually over the phone or in person but you got to reach out 248 308-305-9911, your number to call or text. Stick around. There's more to come today on the show. This is The Rich Paul Show. Back here for the third quarter of The Rich Paul Show, hanging out with Stephen Rich, as we usually do, talking investing, finance, and retirement. And we're going to talk about the last 10 years this go-around, lay out some priorities, some things to focus on as we're winding down those last 10 years, or those working years, I suppose I should say, uh, before we get into retirement. So you could call this 55 to 65 or whatever, that kind of general range. And, of course, we're going to go through some of this stuff. And if you guys have some questions about your last 10 years or about how to turn you know, the things that you've built, all these puzzle pieces in to a good retirement plan for retirement, then reach out to Rich and Steve. Get started today. The whole team there at RW Paul and Associates, they got a great staff waiting to help you. So give them a call at 248-305-9911. There's no cost or obligation. 248-305-9911. You can call or text and get started today. You can check them out online. If you're an auto worker, go to big3retiree.com for the Auto Workers Guide to Lump Sum Pension. Great resource there as well. That's big3retiree.com. Or just stop by the main website at rwpaul.com. Again, rwpaul.com. All right, guys. So let's talk about these last 10 years. Rich, you know, you and, you and I have struggled with a couple of things here and there uh, over the last you know year and a half, occasional health things. But for the most part, doing okay. But get healthy and stay healthy. I mean, that's a great way to think about as you're getting closer to retirement because not only is it going you know, to feel good, 
But it's actually going to save you some money, too. I think <laughs> the better health we can be in, uh, the cheaper it might be in retirement. Really, you can put the odds in your favor. You can stack the odds in your favor. Who doesn't want to do that? Granted, I mean, we don't know what, what our, our genes are, are going to do to us or, or, or are they going to help us. I mean, we don't know. But let's stack the odds in our favor by starting out with a good baseline of fitness and, and a good, healthy diet. You know, in fact, this was just on the news. The leading cause of death for those 65 and older, do you know what it is? Well, I was going to say heart disease, but yeah. Well, well, think, think Biden. What, what happened? What did he do recently going up the stairs? Oh, is it? Uh, he fell. Right. He's fall- oh, just falling. Just falling, falling, yes. yeah, falling. Because oh. you know, what happens? You break, you break your hip, and then, I knew you were going to find a way to work that. Yeah, out. You, you break your hip, and uh, you know, then you're immobilized for 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 months at a time, and then muscle atrophy. Oh, that's and, true. Yeah, and and then it's a slippery slope from there. As soon as you quit moving entirely, uh, you've got a real problem on your hand. And that's why I worry about good old Joe. You know, uh, he certainly has balance issues. There's something called the Beaufort scale. It's it's the wind force scale. Because I looked it up. I thought, well, what was the weather that day? Because his communications director said it was because of the wind. I thought, well, okay, well, what was the wind? 15 to 20 miles an hour. But yet it takes, uh, uh, according to the Beaufort scale, it takes a 40 to 45 mile per hour wind to knock down a 100 pound person. So so my, my advice to Joe is if it's breezy out there, stay indoors. Usually that's a t- that's a top goal of clients. Mo- most folks going into retirement, uh-huh. I mean, they're looking for things to do. It's like we're we're both retired now. What the heck are we going to do? And one of the first things that they do is is join a gym. There's no reason. I mean, if you're retired, not to go to the gym for a half an hour, forty five minutes, or go for a walk every day, right? And stay in good health. Stay in good health, and because it it's it, what I, my point here was, it it comes down, you know, and now you know I don't need to just pick on Joe, but but he certainly he has balance issues. It, it wasn't the wind. And uh, so those are things you can avidly work on. You can improve your balance to a, a very, very large degree. And, uh, um, you know, and so I would suggest that you make that part of your, your fitness program, working on different types of uh, balance exercises. Well, getting healthy and eating healthy and all that stuff, look, it's also not cheap, you know. So, again, something when you're talking about the retirement planning process, you, you want to make sure that you're going through that and having those conversations because uh, eating, you know, as we can, eating organic and healthy, it is not cheap, right? So, Well, well let me just throw out there, I, I, had, the, I had this uh, China virus, the COVID, and so here's the, here's the issue. So I go to uh, Henry Ford, and they, I go through the whole workup. Yeah, you have it. Two hours there, $3,400. And they said, you're too healthy to, g- to give you any medications. So, so what did I get? Two Tylenols. And, and, uh, and I thought, well, okay. And then I got the bill a couple weeks later, 3400 I thought, well, $1,700 each for each Tylenol. So, <laughs> for each um, pill. Amazing. So yeah, what a bargain. Point, the point is, you know, just, just having health-related issues costs you a lot of money. Yeah, very true. You know, so might as well spend it on, your, on, on, your, on eating well. Okay. Taking, well, taking a few vitamins. Let's keep, let's keep talking about this, but let's, move, let's, let's stay with uh, the, uh, I guess, the lifestyle aspect for another minute here or so. What do you want to do with your free time? You know, I imagine that's another big piece when you're talking about moving into retirement and I'm not there yet, but you start got to start figuring out what do you want to do with all this extra free time? What kind of plans do you have in place? And have you talked about that? Because that's something you want to share with your advisor as well, because again, the more you want to do, the more costly it could be. And, uh, you know, it's a good idea to have a plan. Yeah. I mean, those, those activities could be expensive. I mean, what do you want to do with your free time? You got to think about it this way. Every day is a Saturday now in retirement. Right. Are you going to travel more? Are you going to are you going to buy a home down south to, to get out of here for the three, four terrible months we have in the winter? Get an RV, you know. Go yeah, are you going to travel around the country in an RV? All of those things cost money, so we have to build that into the plan. We call it, 
you know, it's almost kind of silly here. We call it, you know, building the story problem. Do you remember back in high school algebra? Oh, yeah. Where you get these long story problems. Right. That's all we're doing in the first couple of meetings. We're getting to know our clients, what they built up, their budget, their goals. We're helping them build that story problem. And then yeah. in the investment meetings, we're solving that problem. I call it taking inventory. Where yeah. are you at? And so, yeah. Well, and the other thing about so, free time from a retirement standpoint, guys, is you're also spending more time with each other, <laughs> which might be right. a new factor too, right? So could be good or bad. I could guess could be good <laughs> or bad. Although COVID did seem to help in that respect, I think the lockdowns did help a little bit with that kind of almost pre-retirement retirement. Well, just taking that a little bit further, I, I think you know because the, the initial question was what what do you want to do with all your free time, and and I think this is the number one thing in retirement is is staying active. You know, and and so, in other words, finding a purposeful activity that drives you, it gets you out of bed in the morning. And that means turning off the TV and getting out and and doing some things. I don't care if it's a hobby or you're going to volunteer or, and for a lot of our retirees, more and more of them are doing uh, part-time work or or even full-time work, but it's something that they were always looking forward to doing. And and now they're, they're doing that. Yep. And, or it's a combination of all those things. But the key is to stay active. Stay sharp, yeah. not only physically but mentally. So we but, talked about the gym. Go to the gym. Stay stay in shape physically. But then challenge yourself in some way mentally if you can too. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, t- you can turn off the TV, but you can still listen to the radio, whether it's in the car or on your headphones or little iPods or whatever the case is. You can still listen to us as you're walking around doing stuff. That's right. That's and other right. things. Uh, how about a post-retirement career? Again, the last 10 years, maybe you want to start thinking about what you want to transition to, um, you know, doing afterwards. You know, we talked about some free time stuff, but for many people, it's like, I don't want to necessarily stop working. I just want to do something different. Well, I'll just, you know, I just said it, you know, you know, just working part time. It's not only going to get you out of the house every day, it's going to bring in some extra income. You have a less of a drawdown on your assets. It might buy you more compounding periods. We had people with social security, in part-time work, be able to sustain their, their essential expenses without having to draw down a little, if any, from the, the portfolio. But but mostly, it's cathartic. Um, we had a federal officer retire, and and uh, we were talking about, he goes, what do, you, what do you plan on doing? He goes, why, I've always liked gardening, really? I mean, here's this guy, wears a, you know, 45 or a Glock on his, you know, federal officer. And so he ends up getting a job, retires, and gets a job gardening. At a, at a golf course, handling, handling most of the, the landscape issues, you know, and uh, love planning things and whatever. And, and uh, he, it, was, it made all the difference to him. He so looked forward to going in and putting his time there. Didn't care about the money. Didn't really, had a great pension. Didn't need the money. You know, at this point, I'm at the point where it's like I'm, I'm drinking my own Kool-Aid here. What, you know, because I'm transitioning. I'm, I'm still working semi-full-time. But golf is my thing. But I'm, you end up golfing too much. I can cause more injuries that I can help prevent. So you you got to be careful there. But another great example is this is this gentleman. Here's where a job can just really save you. So he takes a part time job at Costco. He was an executive, uh-huh. and and uh, so his wife passes away. Just devastating. I mean, it was a you know one of these forty five year marriages, and and this guy's in his seventies. He goes on to become a supervisor and working full-time, and that literally saved him. I think that depression was, was right around the corner for him, but that yeah, became like his, yeah. his second family. Yeah. And he looked forward 
to going to work and getting out of the house. And I think that job absolutely uh, was a lifeline to him. And so, so think of it from from that aspect. It's not necessarily. It wasn't about the money for him at all. Right, right. Although he's making pretty good money as a supervisor. Unbelievable. Costco is a great place to work. So a little commercial for Costco. Yeah. Well, you're on the lower and higher end. Uh, they they treat you pretty well. Well, you know, there's just a lot of different aspects to getting ready for retirement. You know, we talk about the X's and O's a lot, which is the dollars and the cents, I suppose. And we'll switch to that here for a couple more of these questions. But there's a lot of the lifestyle components as well. And just the, some of those things are things you want to ponder as you're getting closer to retirement. Getting healthy, staying healthy, figuring out what to do with your free time. Do you want to do something post-retirement as a, you know, career-wise? Uh, but let's talk about some of the X's and O's real quick, guys. Uh, taking advantage of the opportunities to save more. Again, the last 10 years, I do Ideally, you know, we've got a good opportunity also to sock a little bit more away. Yeah, or build up those after-tax accounts as well. And that's that's. I just talked about the story problem, and that's why I like I like to sit down with with folks that are, you know, ten years from retirement, right, and start building that with them. Because a lot of the times we'll we'll, we'll lay out the goals, and then we'll look at what's built up, and and they're not able to hit those goals yet. We need to put some type of budget in place for the next ten years, some type of saving schedule to hit those goals. So if you are ten years out sit down with an advisor. It doesn't even have to be us, but start building that story problem, get an idea of where you're at right now and where you want to be at. Cause most people know, Hey, I've, I've got a portfolio. I think overall it's like 50, 50, 50% equities, 50% bonds. It's moderate, maybe conservative, but they don't, they don't know where they're going to pull income from in retirement. They haven't built in their social security or their pensions. If they have one, they don't know what the income schedule looks like in retirement. And if the retirement they want is doable, and that's what the advisor should be helping you build your retirement to get an idea of how much risk you should be taking right now and what you need to save over the next decade to hit those goals in retirement. Yeah, because we, we were dealing with somebody not too long ago, and they'd help their kids um, all through school, private school right from the get-go. And, and now it, it's coming to college time during the last during the last five or ten years. We're doing the work up here, and they wanted to continue helping you know fund the college education and i said you got to let them take out some loans because if you if you're going to write the checks for these things it's going to uh, materially affect your ability to retire and maintain the lifestyle that that you're talking about here it just isn't going to work so uh, helping your kids is great but but be careful that there's a balance there as you get into that retirement red zone for the last five to ten years you really have to run the numbers and say hey you know how much can we retransfer in terms of gifting or helping now uh, relative to you know the um, the security of of our own retirement, and uh, so you just want to make sure that and, and it might even give you permission to help even more. So, but you really, as Steve said, you got to kind of look at the numbers. You've you've got to see where you're at, and uh, you know you got to dot the i's, cross the t's. And once you've done that, then you, you're you're a little bit more uh, free to. Uh, or at least you're aware of where you stand, and, and that allows you to pull back or put more in or, or make some adjustments. Well, and the final bit, I'm going to jump to the last one, guys, in the interest of time. is So not only is it a chance to take advantage of more opportunities to save, but it's also the time to start looking at reducing the risk in our life. And you could look at it from that uh, physical standpoint, right? A lot of people start to do things in the home to upgrade the home to get ready for being elderly or whatever. Uh, that case might be, might do some home improvements. But you can also look at reducing the risk in your portfolio as well. Yeah, you have to, you have to know what the income goals are. Make sure that your income is set. You know if we live through any type of extended recession that you're generating the income that you need to hit your goals and move you through that down period. You know, I was talking to another advisor. He had this great analogy. He compared investment vehicles to actual vehicles out on the road. He said, think about your, your drive into work or your, your drive to lunch on Saturday. You see 
all these different vehicles on the road. You don't see the same car over and over again. And that's because people have different opinions. They have different goals for the vehicle. Some are driving sports cars. Some are driving SUVs, trucks, minivans. They all have different goals. Some want to go fast. Some want safety. So you have to look at your portfolio and the investment vehicles you're using in the same way. Maybe some portfolios are 100% equities, pure growth, ton of risk. Maybe some are, are blended where they only have 50% equities, maybe some fixed income, maybe an annuity in there because totally different goals. They want to make sure they're protecting a piece to generate safe income. So make sure you're talking to an advisor about that because one of the biggest mistakes that we see, and, and I still remember 2008, is folks still driving that sports car, still owning <laughs> 90 to 100% equities right. close to retirement and taking that major hit and delaying retirement or, or derailing it in a way. Yeah, there's a time you, you have to take the, the foot off the, the gas here. And, you know, if you're sitting out there and uh, any of this is, is striking a chord and you, you've not reached out to us or, or another firm, I and mean, we have a lot of people that are, are way out of this area and they're listening to the show, get with a good financial advisor. Uh, we offer the complete planning review, which is, we said earlier, it's like a taking inventory of your current situation, sitting down and, and really quantifying everything to see if, if you are positioned properly, uh, especially for all the volatility and the tax increases. We kind of left that out of the opening that are coming our way, and they are coming. Big increases in capital gains, changes in the estate tax laws, things that are going to be very material to your financial planning. So this is a great time uh, to get in because if you're not preparing for what's coming your way, you will get caught short here. So don't be that person. Uh, all you have to do is pick up the phone and give us a call at 248-305-9911 and we'll take you through that three-step process. doesn't cost you anything and then you can decide from that point whether you want to engage us or not. But let us help uh, assess where you're at and I think once we've done that, uh, I think you'll feel really good about maybe coming on board and letting us help you finish the process. That's a great way of explaining that, Rich. So folks, reach out to him, 248-305-9911. Call or text to get started today with your complete planning review at RW Paul and Associates, 248-305-9911. Again, 248-305-9911. You can call or text that number. Stick around. There's more to come today on The Rich Paul Show. We'll be right back after this. Keep listening to The Rich Paul Show for more guidance through the complex financial world. We're going to wrap up the show this week with an email question that we get into the show from time to time. So if you'd like to submit your own questions to the program, go to rwpaul.com. That is rwpaul.com. Or just ask your question directly to the team by calling 248-305-9911. Let them know what's on your mind and that you want to talk about your financial and retirement planning situation. 248-305-9911. All right, guys. So we got a question this weekend that's actually, you know, I was looking through a couple of these here, and this one's pretty fitting on our conversation conversation that we were having earlier. And it's from Paul over in Waterford. So if you're listening, here's your question, my friend. He says, guys, I, I have enough cash in the bank. I think I could get by without taking any IRA withdrawals this year. And I think I could live off my social security and just spend down my bank account. Would that be a good idea? Because it seems like if I did this, I wouldn't pay taxes if I went that route. Now, you could do that, uh, Paul, if you're listening out there. But but the problem is, is that uh, you may want to spend some of that hairy money. We're in a low tax environment and uh, we, right. we 
feel pretty strongly that taxes are, are going to go up and uh, it, with all of this spending and the spending is off the charts. So we, we see a, an increase coming. They could skyrocket and, uh, and the, the best move you could make maybe would be to spend down some of the keep your powder dry, your cash on hand and, and maybe even do some investing. And but uh, but be careful how you approach this. And you're not eliminating that tax bill. You're just delaying that right. tax bill. So if we can pay it now at lower rates, convert it into Roth money in the after-tax bucket, now it's compounding tax-free, and you have all these compounding periods now, you're just going to end up with a lot more tax-free money on the back end of retirement, or your kids gonna, are going to inherit a lot more tax-free money. Well, now we're talking about tax planning here. So that's really what it comes down to. It's, it's saying, hey, wh- where are you at here? W- what are the options? You know, and uh, it's very difficult on your own to say, hey, you know, what are all the options? And unless you're talking to uh, somebody that specializes in, in this type of thing. And, and so get with a good advisor. And I always say it doesn't have to be our firm. Uh, we're happy to work with you, but get with a good advisor to help you through this process. It's, it's, it's RMD planning here too. I mean, we don't we don't know what the size of your, your pre-tax accounts are, your 401k or IRA, but if we're talking, you've, you've built up an account of $750,000 and you're not touching it and it's all pre-tax and you're just going to let that continue to accumulate and compound year after year until you hit 72 and you have to take that RMD. Well, your RMD it could be way more than you want it to be, and it could throw you up into a higher bracket. Yeah. So I suggest that, yeah, again, it doesn't have to be us, but sit down with an advisor and, and talk about this because it could be a major issue down the road. You know, for Paul, I think his thinking is makes sense, but it may not make the best sense or the most sense for his particular situation. So to your guys' point, reach out, have a conversation with an advisor, or call the guys at 248-305-9911. They gave you some good ideas to... Uh, ponder there, Paul. So thank you so much. And Rebecca is in Rochester and she says, guys, I'm nervous about how much money I have in the stock market. What's a good amount for a person in their late fifties to have invested? We need to, to know a few other variables here. I, I, how long do you plan on working? Are you, are you working another two, three years? Are you working another 15, 20 years? I have clients in their mid seventies that are still working. So time horizon is a big factor here. What have you built up? What's the size of your portfolio and how much income do you need? Do you have any pensions? Start thinking about all that. Where, where are your expenses going to be at in retirement? Start thinking about those different variables. Could she rule a thumb it just to give her a ballpark? You know, the, the general rule of 100 type thing. Would that work just to kind of get her in a framework? It's tough because it, it's all relative to, you know, what her lifestyle is, what what her what her overhead constraints are. Gotcha. And so, okay. so basically, we like to look at all of that. What, what does she need to, is the house going to be paid for? What are the expenses? And so, it's, so a good budget plan is really necessary. You get a $500,000 and have a pension and social security coming in that generates more than enough for you and that money you could go after a bunch of growth take on a ton of risk or you may need that five hundred thousand yeah. cash flow for you and we're gonna we're gonna change the whole completely complexion different of recommendations yeah absolutely right. no question so don't necessarily take the risk if you don't need to as you were saying earlier in the show right why take it if you don't need to so so many complexities that go into it and we talk about that every week so i think you know again folks do yourself a favor get on the calendar you know send an email into the show you know we love getting these questions in feel free to you know drop us a line give them a call let them know you just want to talk uh, it's complimentary so it's really no pressure just other than just have the conversation start with the 15 minute retirement ready phone call rebecca paul uh, anybody else out there listening give them a jingle start that conversation talk through it a little bit uh, and then see what the logical next steps would be 248-305-9911 again there's no cost there's no obligation so why not 248-305-9911 and we'll do it all again next time right here on the rich paul show reach out to the guys 
and give them a jingle. 248-305-9911. Stay safe, stay sane, and we'll see you in the next time. The show has been brought to you by Richard W. Paul and Associates. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only and shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or investment advisory services to residents of any state other than Michigan. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Investment advisory services offered through Richard W. Paul and Associates, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance services offered through Midwest Financial Consultants, Inc.